0: everybody welcome back to bridging the geekdoms i am your host robert slavinsky and today on the show i'm going to be reviewing man of steel now man of steel came out in 2013 Uh, this was perceived to be the beginning of a larger universe within the dc films uh that that you know they were trying to catch up to to marvel at least that's what everybody thought was happening This came after the success, the major, major success, of the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight Trilogy. Three movies that kind of exploded and put DC on the map. So, you know, people were like, oh, Warner Brothers is going to continue. Now they're giving us a new Superman. This is going to be fantastic. Not only that, but it was being, the story was by, and it was being produced by Christopher Nolan, the man who made the Dark Knight Trilogy. So everybody was just over the moon about this. How could this go wrong? Then, they brought on the director of of The Watchmen, of 300, of Dawn of the Dead. It was kind of like, whoa, okay, he's got a very stylistic view of things. This could be really, really interesting. Then they cast Henry Cavill and Amy Adams as Superman and Lois. Now, that there was a little concerning. I mean, let's face it, I mean, we know lois lane as being a very hard-nosed you know journalist who takes no shit while amy adams is a fantastic actress that kind of worried me a little bit because i didn't see her as a lois lane type of person not only that but you know this was back in the time when people were like if they don't look the part then they shouldn't get the part and you know she has red hair she's a redhead you know lois lane has uh, notoriously been a black haired or brunette in the comics and in every other iteration iteration i can't talk so the fact that you know we now have a red-headed lois that, that kind of was worrisome to some people now henry cavill you know good british boy coming in taking on the role of superman he wasn't very well known at the time he was still relatively unknown he was on the tutors a little you know for a time and did some other roles but he wasn't a household name so everybody was like oh is he gonna be able to be as good as as Christopher Reeve was you know even Brandon Routh who was in Superman Returns people considered to have done an amazing job as Clark Kent Superman especially continuing on the legacy that Christopher Reeve did with the films back in the 70s and 80s so could Henry Cavill push forward and that was the question on everybody's mind so when a movie came out you know, I went and watched it. I was like, oh, this is going to be an amazing movie. This is going to be awesome. And I wasn't wrong. I absolutely loved the movie. There's so much about it that truly encapsulates and, and, and understands Superman and Clark Kent unlike any other iterization of the character. And, you know, whether it's Zack Snyder's directing or the writing by David Goyer or Nolan, whatever it was, this movie just truly understands what superman is in this current world so let's go with it here you know the starting of the movie on krypton was supposed to be drastically longer it was supposed to be like 30 40 minutes long or something like that i mean it was supposed to be a long scene but they shortened it down you know just under 20 minutes i believe maybe even less than that they shortened it down you know to so we can get to the story of superman and clark Kent a lot faster but it is a fantastic scene because unlike what we've seen in the past krypton is very mysterious and we never got to see that so now we're finally getting to see that and see how technically advanced they are you know they've always shown the technical advancements that krypton has but we've never truly seen the technical advancements that krypton has and we're finally getting to see that in this movie and amazing amazing job in doing that uh the the characters the designs everything just was otherworldly and where previous superman you know iterations have failed everything just seems so earthly still you know regardless of of them being alien uh, everything still felt earthly this was the first time in my opinion that things truly felt alien they, tr- they truly felt different like it's not something that we would see on Earth. Uh, that was an amazing, amazing uh, little detail that you put into it because you have to, especially if you're building a larger world. So, you know, Krypton, amazing. And, and it's just, ah, uh, such such a powerful scene, you know, and, and how it opens up to the birth of Kal-El. Um, you know, it, and, and this idea that children aren't born anymore on Krypton, that they're actually farmed and created for a specific task and that the kryptonians have gotten so full of themselves and they've gotten so full of of their ideals that they're destroying their own planet yet refusing to find a new planet a new home to live on i mean it's 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 something that comes to almost every civilization. Every civilization at some point in time is truly the ones who defeat themselves, who causes them to fall. And that is what happens on Krypton. The idea that Jor-El being this scientist, being this smart man is the one who sees all this and is like, look, we can save our people. We can save what we have built. And I've held this hope of saving a savior in my hand of sorts. You know, speaking about Kal-El, because there's another way to live. We don't need to gather all this up and move to another planet. No, we can still have children. We can still do this. And that's something that people, I think, fail to, to realize that, you know, even when it comes to the failures of a society, there's always ways prior that you are able to change the direction and fix it. It's just that those in power, those that lead us need to accept that and move forward. So, you know, very meta, very uh, interesting take on Krypton, and I love it. It is fantastic. It is an amazing, amazing moment or, or collection of scenes <laughs> within the movie. Finally, when we get to Earth and we start to see the story of Kal-El or Clark Kent being on Earth and discovering who he is, you know, it's, it's an amazing journey, and it's so interesting because as we see Clark discovering these abilities he has as he's going through life because he's lost he doesn't know who he is he doesn't know where he belongs this is all about humanizing superman this is about humanizing clark kent because clark kent is is you know superman is so hard to relate to he's a super being how do we relate to him and the way that they decided to do it in this movie was just brilliant because you bring him down to our level because all of us at some point in time have dealt with rejection dealt with fear dealt with uh you know uh, uh, anxiety or depression we've all dealt with it in some form or fashion in our life and that's what they did with Clark Kent in this movie they, they were able to make it us understand like man there's he he had a difficult life because he's the only one of his kind he's the only one that that he has no out he has nobody to teach him how to be who he is now On the flip side you then have Jonathan and Martha Kent who both are just amazing amazing human beings who obviously want to protect their son and you can only do that by you know explaining to him like look yeah we know you have these abilities but you know we're worried about what could come of this and with you if it's revealed and that, that's the beauty of it because there's no parent, no parent who's going to sit there and be willing to sacrifice their child for the greater good. It, 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 I mean, maybe there is. I mean, it would be a very difficult decision, but ultimately, as a parent, you're going, your idea and your ideals are to protect your children, to be there for your children at all times. And that is what Martha and and, and Jonathan are doing. They're trying to raise him to understand, look, hide your abilities because we're trying to protect you. Yeah, we're also trying to protect the world because the world could go into a frenzy if they realize who you are and what you are and that you come from another planet. But they're also being selfish in a way. And that's okay. It's okay for these characters to have flaws, especially when it comes to children because it's very human. It's very real it's very real and that's the beauty of this movie is it it, it's so real it's it just ah you you feel it you truly feel it you know there's a lot of complaints about how Jonathan Kent dies you know in the comics and other iterations he has a heart attack and that's something that Clark cannot prevent Clark cannot save his father from a heart attack and you know it's it's something that Clark learns in those iterations and how you know he can't save everybody he just can't no matter how hard he will try there will be times when he can't save everybody and that is a very important aspect of the character especially in the comics however in this iteration of superman in this story they do change it up a bit for a couple reasons because they decided to take a more realistic approach to the character to this world they made it where jonathan kent dies in a tornado and he dies in the tornado. And, and everybody's like, oh, Superman could easily have run over there you know, with his speed. And grabbed him and pulled him back and his strength and everything. But what that would have done is that would have revealed himself to the world. He would have been revealed to all those people that were standing there. And in doing that would have gone against everything that jonathan and martha were doing to prevent him from being revealed and protecting him and protecting the world and that was the greatest sacrifice that he could ever witness he witnessed his father sacrifice himself not just for his son but for the world as well and that does come into play in the sequel in batman versus superman and it's beautiful because he's you know jonathan died his final his final thing in life was teaching his son a lesson that there's always a greater good. Yes, you could easily, he could easily have come and saved me. But what would that have done to the world? What would that have done? And that is the beauty in that scene. And people seem to like, oh, I hate it. You don't let that happen, blah, blah, blah. No, you're, you're missing the point because he's still teaching a lesson there. And he's teaching a lesson of the greater good, of the idea that, look, you know, it isn't always about you. It isn't always about me. It's about protecting this world. And by saving Jonathan in that moment, who knows what would have happened? Who knows the frenzy the world would have gone into now knowing that there is a superhuman alien a super alien being on this planet. And that's kind of the idea behind it. I know people will try and poke holes in that theory or not theory in that, in those facts, but you know, it is what it is. And it's, it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful scene. One that, makes me tear up all the time especially because i lost my father at a very young age so you got that going then as you know the the story continues you know he, he's lost clark is just lost and he's trying to understand these lessons that his father and his mother taught him through life and you know protecting himself protecting the world not revealing himself and that there will be a time where you have to decide the man who you're going to become and It's at that moment where he's just like, I just, he doesn't know. He's just so lost. He comes across the Kryptonian ship where he then discovers his birth father, Jor-El, in, you know, a computer form, you know, an AI form. And he's the one that kind of teaches him about the greater scheme, the, the greater ideas that what he could, what Clark could be to this world. And that's where he starts to realize okay you know the there was a reason why my, my 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 family my earth parents you know kept me hidden but now i understand that i am i was put here for a greater good so let's let's see what this does let's see how this plays out and works and that's whenever he you know he decides okay let's let's become you know this this super being let's see let's push my limits see what i can do see what i can bring to this planet and, you know, when when General Zod, played fantastically by Michael Shannon, you know, comes to Earth and and is like, look, we know that there's a being here. We, we want him. The whole idea for him. And, and, and this is what's so amazing about this movie is it takes a villain and truly makes the villain not a villain. you know i mean it really isn't i mean he's trying to save his people just like clark is trying to do clark is trying to save who he perceives as his people earthlings earth he's trying to protect them that's what general zod is trying to do he's trying to bring krypton back and everything he does is for the betterment of krypton the way he goes about it is is not the best way but i mean he's truly you know is he really the, the villain uh, that, that everybody, you know, when, when you think of villains, it, General Zod, you know, he's got, it makes a lot of sense. It really does. Let's just put it that way. It makes a lot of sense. And yeah, he's a bad guy because of the way he goes about it, but it's not like he's doing it for horrendous reasons. He's not doing it because he wants to be the roller or he just wants to kill to kill. No, he's doing it to save his people. It's such an amazing concept and idea so you got that going yeah <laughs> so you got all this going on right now when it comes to to general zod he comes to earth and he's like look i i, I give me him and you know i'll leave your planets per se you know in peace you, you then determine that or discover that he's what he's looking for is the way to create more kryptonians and in the beginning of the movie jorrell you know imbues the you know, the, 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 the cells of, you know, the, the ancestors of the Kryptonians into Clark. So Zod wants to use Clark to make Krypton again and and create, you know, the, the population of Kryptonians. And obviously, you know, that's not something Clark is going to want to do. And he discovers, oh man, you know, you're going to destroy my planet. So, you know, obviously he's going to stop him. But the thing that you have to realize is Clark who's been trying to find his place this entire time is finding somebody who is from his planet who can teach him and explain to him his ancestry and all that he could have been if he would have stayed on Krypton if Krypton was still there. That's, you know, one of those things like you're, you're you sit there and start to realize like he's not going to want to kill Zod or fight Zod Zod and those Kryptonians those are people that he's going to want to learn from and 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 get to know but he's not given that choice because Zod not only threatens the planets but he threatens the people that he loves so he has to protect those he loves and it's In that moment when he realizes when his birth father JorEl is like look you could become a greater ideal you can become something greater you can save them you can save them all that's when he realizes like all right yeah i'm gonna have to be this being And, and he accepts the fact that he's gonna be something more something that he never thought that he would ever be because his birth or his parents that raised him earth parents you know told him to hide himself away But he's now found his purpose he understands that he's going to be something bigger something more inspiring so when he finally realizes that he takes on zod and he and he he's he gets the upper hand only because he had time to attune his his abilities over the course of the last 20 plus years uh, while being on earth where zod and Feora, they're not able to they don't have the abilities. they didn't have the time and and ability to attune those skills so as they, you know, move on and, and, and they finally find a way, okay, they're going to use the world engine. They're going to start, you know, terraforming the planet. You know, Clark has to go and stop the terraforming to then battle Zod. And again, this is all about him coming into him, into who he is as a person, as a being, and understanding that he is for doing this for a greater good. He goes, destroys the the world engine, Then he has to face down Zod. And when he faced down Zod, it's one of those things you can tell he's hesitant. He's backing off. He doesn't want to fight him because, again, this is his only living connection to Krypton. The only people, the only person that could possibly be able to explain to him where he comes from. But Zod. You know, being angry, he allowed his anger to to run rampant. There, he didn't understand and doesn't realize what Superman is doing because he's like, "Look, you are Kryptonian. Everything I do is for Krypton. Why are you not fighting for Krypton? Why are you fighting for this other planet?" He just can't grasp that. So they fight. You got to remember, Superman. While he has attuned his skills over the last twenty plus years, he's never been a fighter because he's always had to hold back so fighting and and getting into a battle this is not something he's used to and while the 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 city and and metropolis is just getting destroyed he continuously tries to pull zod away from the city he tries to get away from there because he realizes that he needs to save people he needs to save the people of metropolis but the fight just keeps going back there whether it's from zod taking him there or just because he doesn't yet understand how to control his abilities in a fight And, you know, it's just, it's, it's destruction, pure destruction that, that happens there. It's waking up the world. The thing that his parents, Jonathan and Martha, were so afraid of is now happening. They were, they were afraid of how the world would react and what would happen to this world had Clark revealed himself to be this super being. And in this fight, their worst fears are coming true because he is showcasing the worst side of what being Superman and this being is. But as he fights Zod, you know, he gets him to a point where it's like it's either you kill Zod or you allow Zod to kill Earthlings, you know, human beings, people that that he's trying to protect, that he's that that Clark has come to the, the conclusion that he needs to protect. And he goes ahead and 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 and, and, and stands with Earth and kills Zod and when he does that and he realizes that the last surviving member of his heritage of his ancestry of his race whatever you want to call it he killed and he drops down and and first off he killed somebody secondly it's the pain of knowing that he is truly alone in this galaxy and that's in this universe it's what he's thinking you know it's that's what's going on in his head he's truly alone and as Lois comes over and gives him a hug, you know he's—that's his attachment. We're starting to see his attachment of of what can draw him back to being an Earthling and and who he is and how he was grown up. It's such a beautiful movie, and Batman vs Superman, which I'm going to review later on. You know, just continues this story so well, so well. You know, it's 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 crazy to me that people refuse to sit there and realize what this movie truly does and shows uh when it comes to superman and and the how deep it actually is when it comes to a story about a human uh, not a human but a man coming to grips with who he is trying to find himself it's all beautiful i love it so much Uh, let me know what you thought of man of steel down in the comments below hit that like button hit subscribe all that jazz i want to talk to you about about man of steel i'm gonna do a batman for superman dawn of justice review here very soon i'm gonna get these all out before zack snyder's justice league comes out remember zack snyder's justice league comes out on hbo max on march 18th it's a worldwide release guys it's going to be everywhere on march 18th that is fantastic never been done like that before it's going to be just amazing 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 and we get to see the continuation of what started a man of steel so thank you thank you so much for watching let me know in the comments what you think and i will talk to all of you later